What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beat Hero Podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you guys follow all our socials linked down below. And for the audio listeners, make sure you guys download it, rate it, and review it as well. Uh, without a further ado, let's just get right into it. Show Tani. Uh, Shohei Otani, we'll get to start off with that because that's the bigger name. I'm sorry you want Soto, you just got traded right as soon as we hit record. But we'll talk about you in a second because uh, that fl- Japanese superstar is the biggest free agent name since I believe LeBron James left Cleveland the first time. It's biggest free agent name ever. I'm still putting okay, in the yeah, same you level. can still obviously say LeBron's in there, but like someone, I think this is like just more um, outrageous. And okay, man could bat and pitch at the same time, but Even the MLB floodgates have opened. Yeah, I have. Yeah, because I think they're having the winter meetings right now. Yeah. I forget where they are. But yeah, let's start off with the Shohei Otani. The report coming out is he's expected to decide on a team before the end of this weekend. And here's the thing, right? The two, the finalists at one point were the Angels, the Dodgers, the Jays, the Cubs, and Texas. And Texas fell out. I think the Cubs are now falling out to the point where it's LA, Dodgers, and the Blue Jays. And I'll get to the Blue Jays side of things for a second because I'm still not fully trusting it that he will be a Jay by the end of this, whenever season starts. Um, but yeah, uh, the fact that he's signing this quick, it's crazy. Yeah. Because George Springer signed in like January. But Trevor Bauer signed in like February. But how much is it like he's the big dog? They're just waiting for... Yeah, because other we, people are just waiting for him to get signed. Like a bulk of the other players, because like Snell hasn't bro, signed. I don't. Bellinger think hasn't signed. Not really. I I don't. He's a big dog. Normally, the big dog goes last, and yeah. it's a risk on the teams. Like we've seen it in the NBA. It's like a risk on the Lakers for waiting on like Kawhi that year, and then he ended up choosing the Clippers, and he had to quickly go to Plan B, which was Danny Green for them at that time, right? Um, the big dog doesn't sign first unless it's like multiple of them. Shohei Otani ain't on the level of anybody in the MLB right now. The only guy you could say that could be a good consolation prize just got traded in Juan Soto. There's no free agency that doesn't matter. The yeah, Jays... No. Listen, Shohei Otani is going to be a DH this year. There's no hitting free agent that's going to help you but yeah, I'm saying, tremendously. But what I'm saying is, outside of the money, he's a he's going to be a DH all year because of the injury, right? So he ain't going to be playing first base. Uh, whatever team gets him, he's playing DH literally 162 games. Which honestly might be like... Almost, <laughs> most likely 162 it, it, games. It might... Honestly, it might be better for him because he finally gets a little break. I yeah, guess. no, for sure. Um, yeah, so obviously, granted, he so is injured. How much did we talk about on Sunday or Monday? No, we just talked. Did about we talk like, about any leaks or anything? No, right? We talked about like how you know a decision decision will be happening. How you know? So we didn't mention the leaks. I'm just forgetting the leaks were we we mentioned yesterday and Monday night. Yeah, recently. so yeah, because uh, we recorded Sunday night. Yeah, so we gotta get into the leak story first. So the two finalists. Betting favorites are the Toronto Blue Jays, which is weird to say, and the Los Angeles Dodgers, which I believe where he'll end up going. Now, the first leak was that the Blue Jays have interviewed him already. And the reason why this leak was big was because uh, Ross Atkins was supposed to do an interview at the uh, or a press winter conference meetings. at the uh, winter meetings, but he was on a plane and did a Zoom on the plane. And reports somehow came out by Ken Ros- Rosenthal that Otani is in Dunedin in South Florida where Blue Jays facilities are and met with the Jays already. That report comes out Monday. Um, of course, you brought it to my attention that that's not good news because uh, leaks and he ain't going to leak. And I remember him saying something like that, so I completely forgot about that. You remember him saying in Japanese? 
well, I remember a report about him <laughs> saying that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so no leaks. And then I look at the comments. They're like, okay, yeah, he didn't, agent doesn't want any leaks, all this stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. And fast forward to the next day, Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager. He didn't even leak it. He's like, he's our top priority. We're, we've met with him, all that stuff. And then the GM's like, he denied it. Denied it. So that's <laughs> where I'm like, oh, if Dave Roberts said it, that means he's confident that they're getting him. But then the GM saying that's like, oh, never mind. Are they scared? Because this one, Dave Roberts himself literally said it. The Jays one, no one confirmed from the Jays side of things. They tried to hide it. Like yeah. Schneider didn't say anything in his uh, presser. No. Um, Atkins was on a Zoom call trying to legit yeah. hide his location. And uh, so the Blue Jays tried to, you know, follow the word, whereas Dave Roberts didn't. But this honestly, to me, proves that like, this leaking thing is not going to factor into his no, signing now because not like too much. both teams, the, the two betting favorites got, the two betting favorites are the teams that are, are leaked. leaked. Yeah. Yeah. So unless the angels are literally going to get him because they didn't leak anything. I'm, but yeah, like, no, I genuinely thought he was going staying in LA one or the other. Um, I genuinely thought at the most San Francisco would throw money out because they threw money out to Carlos Correa. I get it. That was, this is going to be more than double what Carlos Correa got, but, or even judge was supposed to get, um, or I thought the most it would be the Yankees, but I'm surprised the Yankees weren't in this. Now, I understand they made two trades literally in the last two days here, but I genuinely thought the Blue Jays were not even going to be a finalist. So the fact that I'm... I still believe he's a Dodger. I'm in the mindset now. I'm like, ever since the Kawhi stuff, when he left the Toronto for... I'm getting flashbacks. I'm getting flashbacks because I, the reports, the last report was he's going to be a Laker. And I believed it. And he became a Clipper, obviously. So... I'm, at this point, I'm like, I'm not getting my hopes up because one, it's Toronto, but which we never attract free agents. I, I guess, okay, false because we attract, ever since George Springer, we attracted Bro. one big free agent. Bro, he's going to have entire Canada and Japan behind that's, him. So that's my pitch, right? Yeah. Like you're going to have, you already have kind of America. You already have Japan. Listen, Vancouverites like us, but mainly the ones that are non-Jays fans are going to hate us saying this, but he will have all of Canada behind him. Yeah. Right. It's the Blue Jays. It's the Raptors. It's gonna be considered Canada's team, quote unquote, until we get another um, baseball or basketball team. And he will because when the Jays were in the playoffs the first time, the amount of people thought I was a bandwagon kind of pissed me off a little bit. Because <laughs> yeah. people that knew me knew how big of a Jay fan, Jays fan I was since like the Expos existed. At that point, that's yeah, how long yeah. I've been a Jays fan. Like around '04 was the first time I can remember. I can, you know, you know me. The nostalgic names I always bring up, and you're like, "Who?" I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, "I'm so confused." But yeah, um, from the Jays side of things, um, like I said, I ain't gonna believe it till I see it. Even if it's like a report, I'm not gonna I, until I see him in a press conference, sitting beside Akin, saying, "Ha ha, Dave Roberts." But uh, oh, he's not gonna say that. I know, but he might say in Japanese. But like, yeah, so they already proved me wrong once with the with the um him being a finalist already, but. Um, Remember when I said if the Blue Jays wanted to get better, there's the only way you get better is by signing yeah. Otani. Listen, and the fact that like you're this close, and I'm, I was just saying that like you have to go for a big because you were genuinely so bad in the hitting department last year that you, you and were, now like you were after the two biggest names. Possible. And then I'm, yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, they actually might do this. Yeah. So like, here's that's my point, right? Um, me and you literally said just make an effort. Rest is up to him, right? This is more than effort. <laughs> the fact that he traveled to Dunedin, he lives in California, from what I know, outside of Japan, obviously. Uh, Florida's a good place, right? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, the fact he traveled <laughs> five hours, whatever flight time is, across the country to meet the Jays in Dunedin, going through customs or whatever he has to go Usually through. Usually it's the other way around. 
like the Jays go yeah. to meet him. The fact he went and so, I guess because the Jays, because uh, he's on rehab as well, technically. We're getting him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, I'm not getting my hopes up because Soto already failed. <laughs> um, well, the Soto one was always a backup plan. No, but uh, even then, he they were, said him like Jay said himself like. It's, it's gonna we'll be get to Soto in a second. Yeah, but from the J side, the finishing up the J side of things on Otani, um, the fact that he travels shows a lot because he wants to be in Toronto, right? Remember, he was one of the finalists when he joined the Angels. I'm pretty sure the Jays were one of the finalists. Oh yeah, they were. They were. That's, that's that's another reason why I was like, you know, they actually might do this because the, they had initial interest. Second from. thing, people would think, oh, he wants to go to big team. It's the Angels. They're the B Tech Dodgers. Right, they're not even close to what the Dodgers are. So if he really like, he joined a team when he could have joined any team he wanted the first time. He joined the L.A. Angels. Make that make sense to me? So, and listen, Mike, if, Mike if you're talking Trout? about opportunity and team, Mike Trout maybe. <laughs> yeah, no. If you're yeah. if you want opportunity, like you said it, you're gonna get sponsorships all across Canada. You're probably gonna get free meals in Canada. You're gonna have a massive. If country. Kawhi got free meals, you're getting free yeah. meals. <laughs> And um, yeah, no, like I'm genuinely this surprised. Again, I'm not getting my hopes up, but listen, if we don't get him, kudos to the Jays. You did everything you can, but now you got to figure out what your plan hey, C is because plan B has failed. Ho- fi- hopefully, uh, you'll find out on Monday's pod. You'll find out where no, he signed. If, no, if, no, uh, no, no, no. You'll get a s- exclusive video if Otani signs anywhere. Oh, no matter too. what. <laughs> but we're not he, wait, unless, does, unless it's on Monday's Sunday night. If he does, if he does sign on Sunday. And uh, you'll find out Monday if we're crying or celebrating. Yeah. Like, I generally, I don't think, like, if it happens, like, the day we're recording, like, I don't think I'll be able to, like, record a podcast. I'm just if be he's smiling. A if he's a J. If he's a J. Or if he's like, not a J. I'll probably be crying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. How long does rendering take? Now. Because we have a new laptop. <laughs> oh, it's way faster than the other So, one. we could do a same day upload for just Otani if we need to. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, it doesn't have I'm to gonna, wait a whole day. I think day. we could have done that with the old laptop, too. If it was like a big like, news, yeah, yeah, like but no. Like that. Um, on the flip, before we go to the Jays, finish off with the Jays again. I want to flip to the Dodgers. Um, if you're the Dodgers right now, are you? If you're a Dodgers fan, how confident are you right now? I mean, I think is it still the Dodgers to beat? Is the word in Jays? Yeah, obviously because of the locational aspect of it. He's been in LA his whole entire career, MLB career. So. Yeah. Familiarity-wise, LA Dodgers make the most sense because, you know, he wants to win. There's no doubt about that, right? Like the Angels made all those de- that deadline moves to help Shohei Otani win, and obviously it failed miserably. But the Dodgers are a better team. Like they won their division, right? Uh, it's gonna be a tough division again, and uh, with all their pitching staff being injured as well. So like this, like the Dodgers are a good baseball team, and. Uh, Got enough to make Jazz Doha a fan of him as well, <laughs> but check out that clip by the way. And then, so I I would be confident because you have the locational aspect of it, um, and you and it's have still a good team, LA. and it's still LA, and he and could, it's you could travel to Japan easier. It's closer, yeah, it's closer to travel to Japan. But um, yeah, so the Dodgers, I still think they're the team to beat. Are you if you were a betting man, and don't put your bias into this because you already know what my answer is. I still think he's a Dodger. Whenever that notification comes, he's a he's chosen his team. Which team will it be? Uh I think it's Dodgers. I've been. I mean, we've both been saying it from I the beginning. It since like his name popped up. From since the deadline, I think we've been saying yeah. it. We're like, yeah, he's a Dodger. Yeah. Um. 
the last thing with the Jays before we go to the um, uh, Soto Soto stuff with the Jays, um, they obviously have the, the new facility, so that might into uh, new stadium him. as well. He probably met with Vladdy because Vladdy's actually working his ass off right now. Thank you. New stadium as well, and then the Renovi- renovations to the new stadium. No, yeah. no, not new stadium, the but second. renovations to the stadium. Uh, yeah, it's not a new stadium. The Listen, second, Vladdy, the second part of renovation. Vladdy in that ballpark. Oh, sorry, not Vladdy because he struggled in that ballpark. Bro, but uh, Shohei in that ballpark. We did all those renovations to hit more home runs, and we hit less home runs. Yeah. So, just that's how you that's how you can tell that Jays were desperate offensively. Yeah. No. Um. I'm I'm still in shock talking about we're a finalist. So that's we'll amazing. See. Right? Now, how how much? Okay. How much of a chance are you giving it that it's a? I'm gonna say two teams. How much of a chance do you give Angels right now? Angels, I think they're done. I don't think he's an angel. Um, so you're saying like zero? I don't get. I don't see why he would want to be an angel again. Okay. Like, I would. I just say that because of loyal. If he believes in loyalty, that's uh-huh. it. So I'm giving. I think he believes in championships. If there's a third team, who's the third team? I think he believes in playoffs more. If he's a third team, who's the third team? Third team? Yeah, because I think the third team is still the Angels. I don't think it's the Angels. I mean, Braves and Giants. I think the Braves are too done already too many moves so I don't know if they that wasn't like a legit thing though yeah so I don't think the I think it's the Giants you win Giants because the Cubs are out the Rangers are out the Red Sox are out Cubs still are slightly there I'm more giving, than the Rangers I think the Giants have the ability to sign them in my opinion yeah um, to your point earlier though uh, about the free agency now that I'm thinking about it more on the spot here um, are like guys like Matt Chapman and these guys waiting they might be just because if they Otani is a J, the Chapman and Heimer, Candelario, uh, Bellinger know that, okay, maybe we'll be on a, I don't know. I guess uh, the Yankees uh, are done. They can't now. pay me. <laughs> huh? Like, they can't pay Yeah, me, so you know? they're, they're going to go somewhere else. But, like Texas, for example, or uh, Boston, or who's on, St. Louis, right? Because it looks like they're not really trading anyone. So, uh, yeah, no, um, that's the Otani stuff right now. I'm going to be constantly checking my phone. I know exactly. you'll be constantly checking your phone. Before, when the, yeah. Uh, when we do it. I don't think he's... Do you think he signs right now? Because like, here's the thing. Because Soto no, trade just got announced. It's not. If he really wants to overshadow Soto, it will happen. It's, Otherwise, it's happening it on the weekend, bro. I think he's still deciding. Like, if he's actually still deciding, I'm, I'll take that. That means I know... At least I'm happy the Jays made a move. Or effort, yeah. Effort to the, make a move. The move didn't make. Yeah. The move didn't happen. But uh, yeah, no. Before we continue on with this Juan Soto trade, I just want to talk about something very quickly, very important. Two, two big shoutouts. Two big shoutouts, but the first one is important. So I'll say the first one. You're gonna say the second one. Um, the first one is, uh, simple. Um, the Brandon Bossy Foundation, run by Derek. Uh, Bossy, who we had on the podcast earlier, a good friend of ours, and his family. Um, through and, and Brandon's th- both friends as well. Yes. Through the Brandon um, All-Star Mentorship Program that they run at their school, North Delta Secondary School, where Brandon graduated from, they will be running a food drive. They've already did one last Saturday uh, on the 2nd, and they did very well that they're going to do it again. So if you guys are in the lower mainland, this Saturday, December 9, come out to Newton Park, especially if you're in Surrey, in the North Delta area, drop off any canned goods or any food goods. Um, baby uh, goods you guys have um, just come by Newton Park Derek I believe should be there but there will be someone there to take your um, goods in um, if you cannot make it or if you have any questions you guys could uh, DM Derek Bossy. we'll put his link in the description for his Instagram um, you could DM us we could reach out to Derek for you 
Um, if you are not able to show up, you're out of the country and you want to support in any way possible, the Brandon Bossy Foundation Go Link Me uh, Go Fund Me page will be linked in the description down below where you could donate funds as well. So if once again, if you guys are in the area in Surrey, Newton Athletic Park from 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock, PST, just in case if you guys, for whatever reason, are traveling over. Um, and 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., sorry, PST. Make sure you guys come out to Newton Park, help support this foundation and the kids from North Delta Secondary and the Brandon Bossy Foundation. All right, moving on to the second piece of news. This is a more of a shout-out celebratory to our second-ever guest, Paul Guman. Vinipop Ben Gooman. Yeah. Um, so in that pod, he said he needs to do a qualifier to make the those big marathons. So he qualified for Boston. He went to California, I believe was was it Sacramento? Uh, I believe so. But yeah. We'll double check. But it was California. That's what I know for sure. And he broke his uh, personal best. He wanted a sub th- three hour marathon, and he got two hour fifty seven. So congrats to you, Ben. Um, congrats on qualifying and. Uh, we're proud of you and uh, keep up the good work. Shout out, brother. Appreciate you. you uh, uh, great positive influence on everybody in the community. Uh, make sure you guys check out the story of Ben and Paul, a.k.a. Ben Gooman, uh, on our podcast uh, or on our YouTube. Sorry. Uh, talk about his story and everything there. So special shout out to him. Uh, kill it in Boston next. And we'll be rooting you on from afar. Um, yeah, so that, that, those are the two shoutouts we really wanted to uh, give. So well, make sure you guys. Fuck, does a man run three hours? I don't. I don't <laughs> like, uh, ask, I ask him. Message him right now. If you like I, to. I die after like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Let's uh, let's move on. Juan Soto. Um, rumors this morning were coming out. So okay, the timeline of Juan Soto is this: Juan Soto is left Washington. Because he didn't want to accept a $450 million contract for whatever reason. It was a 15-year, $440 million contract. Or whatever it was, right? That's yeah. what it was. I just saw it. Like oh, you did? Morning, okay. Morning, I didn't know it was yeah. 15. That's why I thought it was like 12. Or 12 to 15, but I know it was $440 million. Yeah, so he rejected that, and then Washington's like, eh, we're going to suck anyways. What's the point of paying you? And we're selling or something. I think they were selling at the time, too. I'm not sure if they sold. This was like right after when they won the World Series. Yeah, so they ended up trading him that last year's deadline? Yes. Last, not this past year, the year before deadline, right? Yeah. So he played one and a half year with the Padres. Yes. Okay. So that last, he traded, he got traded to the San Diego Padres with Josh Bell and a bunch of prospects to the San Diego Padres who were one of the reasons why I picked him to be in the... Obviously, when you look at that lineup. Yeah. To be in the in the World Series last year or this past season. But yeah. So the that was a timeline. He still did not sign a contract. So he was due to be a free agent next year. And... Come in th- coming to this offseason, obviously after having a... Well, he had a good year, but the team having a bad year, um, he um, they were looking to make trades. And obviously the Blue Jays' name popped up as a backup. Again, I liked it as a backup option. I didn't really want to give pieces. And uh, Yankees. Yankees were the favorites, as much as I wanted to hate to say it. I had a feeling he was going to be a Yankee anyways. When the reports came out that it stalemated a bit because um, the Yankees did not want to give up the, some of the prospects. So when, while Joven looks up for the trade... Uh, eventually, then the Jays became the betting favorite again. I don't believe in that because I'm more of a believe it till you see it guy. Because many people are betting favorites. At one point, the Toronto Raptors were the betting favorite for Kevin Durant. At one point, the Lakers were the well, betting favorite to get. How is that impossible? Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, ultimately, this morning, 
reports have come out that the uh, after the Yankees actually made two moves, the first one being Verdugo, which we'll get into in a second. But Soto was still not out of the option. We all thought he was out of. Uh, sorry, the Yankees will not go after him, but they still did with reports from I believe John Heyman. And uh, this morning they said the talks furthered, and literally about I don't know 30 minutes ago it became official. So Joven, what's the trade? The trade is Juan Soto and Trent Grisham. Yeah, right here. Juan Soto, outfielder. Trent Grisham, outfielder. To the New York Yankees for starting pitcher, well, converted into starting pitcher, Michael King, who was absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, Yankees uh, number two prospect, I believe, and uh, Drew Thorpe, uh, starting pitcher as well. Johnny Brito. And Brito? Then, huh? Brito? Like B-R-I-T-O. Oh, okay, I was like... Johnny Brito. Um, this is all pitchers, bro, almost. Another starting pitcher in Randy Vasquez and veteran, veteran catcher in Kyle Higashioka. So, it's legit. Seven players? A seven-player deal, five going to the Padres, two coming to the Yankees, and Grisham, I think, was thrown in there because Padres wanted to get off the, the contract as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the Drew Thorpe one, I could really see the number, the, the pitching prospect because, uh, when the, in the initial trade from Nationals to the Padres, Padres had to give up Mackenzie Gore, their top pitching prospect. So this kind of is going to like replace that for them as well. And then obviously Michael King, we saw him play last year, absolutely just killer after Garrett Cole. Um, obviously, he was bullpen converted to starting pitcher because all their injuries they had there, and he excelled in that role. Yeah. So, obviously, I could understand why the Padres want him as well. He was the reason why it was stalemated at first, the trade, Michael King. Um, Juan Soto, 25 years old, just turned 25 this past October. Um, question is, he's still a free agent, and Scott Boris, is, I believe, is the agent's name. He's also Chapman's agent. Usually, his guys go to free agency. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> to test the waters, right? So my question, okay, before we talk about the team's perspective, my question to you is, will he sign an extension with the Yankees or is it this is a complete rental because he needs to be extended, obviously. Otherwise, he'll be a free agent. They have currently Garrett Cole at $300 million plus. They currently have Aaron Judge at 360 They currently have Giancarlo Stanton at $300 million. And, uh, yeah. I mean, if I'm the Yankees, obviously, you're going to find a way. And I don't think... To cut Stanton and bring him in. Huh? <laughs> to just, probably cut like, Stanton. Just find a way to clear, clear up some money, too to offer that 300 potentially 400 million dollar contract but i mean if any team could pull it off it oh, is it's 400 for sure he's young yeah he's 400 minimum 400 depends on what otani gets he'll get a like 100 mil less than that probably but yeah yeah he's gonna be in the 400 it was 440 for like 15 with the national offer i think or yeah. 12 whatever it was so he's getting 400 yeah, i think he'll still end up with a 400 uh, million dollar contract fucking baseball <laughs> in the pinstripes man. but yeah no if any team could pull it off it is the yankees right yeah like we don't we haven't really known like what his genuine interest in team is because we know padres wasn't really one right we're like okay they this might be like they're gonna have to trade him again type of thing or like this is their window in these next two years to win it all which obviously didn't happen for the padres so they did the right move they're not taking the they're not taking the angels approach where they ride it out with otani they like they traded him got as decent value I'm not sure like how to overall grade this trade but I, all I know is that um, Michael King and uh, Drew Thorpe and getting their top pitching prospect is obviously going to help you out uh, quite a bit there 
especially when uh, Blake Snell is gone. So you got a good replacement, Michael King, with Blake Snell potentially there. And then obviously you, Dorvish, are not getting any younger. We already know this. Yeah. So pitching-wise, obviously, you should be looking good in the near future here as well for the Padres. But yeah, if any team could pull it off, it's the Yankees. Hey, guess what? Outside of Michael King, they got more prospects. They could trade them to get a piece that could be available. Right? Yeah. They obviously need an outfielder now, clearly. Uh, unless, yeah, because like they signed, who did they sign last year again? Xander Bogarts. That was shortstop, yeah. yeah. And now obviously they moved so Tatis now to outfield. They moved, so the Tatis is now your outfielder, but then you lost arguably one of the top five hitters in baseball right now. And uh, yeah, um, Yankees, That's if I hate the fact that it's the Yankees. Again, if it was, I wish it waited because uh, the Jays would have had a chance. But I think because of the Michael King, the ask was so high and it was a possible rental that he, um, there's a reason that they were saying that it was tough for the Jays to do it because I doubt they would have th- wanted to throw in Manoa and Ricky Tiedemann in. Yeah, it would have been tough. Thing. Like, they were looking, like, you could clearly tell. They traded for, let me just double check here. Um, Where'd it go? Um, No, but like at the uh, same time. Okay, uh, right here. One, two. They traded for four starting pitchers. Yeah. Right, like you could, they wanted starting pitching. They'll right? trade one for sure. Huh? They'll probably package one with some other prospect. No, I'm saying like in that return deal for Yeah, yeah for sure. So then then for us, it would have been Ricky Tiedemann, him, and the pitcher that we drafted last year. Like it would have been Brandon before, Murray, The year yeah. before Arjun Amal. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, no, I could tell why Yankees wanted to keep Michael King. He was like yeah. genuinely... Him and Garrett Cole were like the only gold, uh, freaking out, only diamonds that were on that team last year. Even though obviously you could consider Judge, but he was injured, and everyone else really stunk. Do good, yeah, right. Um, yeah, no, I hate the fact that he's a Yankee. Um, it is what it is, though. The Jays obviously didn't want to make the move because of the pieces. I and I get it. The Jays did say that. Um, they. I think Ross Atkins said this is it's a two-year window. They're going all in, so this is why you keep hearing names like this big. Two-year window because Vlad and Bo's arbitra- yeah. arbitration. Well, Bo's already. So that doesn't up. mean that they're not coming back. <laughs> Bo's locked up. Yeah, like Vlad, Vlad's well, arbitration. Bo's locked too in. He only signed a three-year. Yeah, no, but like that's to avoid the arbitration. Two years for both, either way. I yeah, know, but like Bo's not in arbitration. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you're saying. Um, but speaking be- of the Yankees, they might have. Are you gonna move on to the next deal? Yeah, let's talk about Verdugo. Then I have a Jays question. Um, speaking of the Yankees, they might have constructed the best outfield in baseball, right? Offensively, um, for sure, and defensively too. Aaron Judge is a good defender. Aaron Judge. Alex yeah. Verdugo has a good arm, so I still think our no one will touch our outfield from last year. From last year. But then again, Alex Verdugo obviously might have a good arm because he has the green monster behind him. So yeah, it's like he doesn't have to throw very far, I guess. But yeah, no. Um, the best, uh, best freaking. Outfield in the league right now, Alex Verdugo, Red okay. Sox player. Yeah, yeah. So okay, you search that trade up. It's I'm a gonna Red talk Sox about, player. I'm gonna talk about this. Yo, Boston Red Sox fans, whoever you are in the watching this, please, if there are any, comment down below. Are you happy with the return? Because we don't know baseball prospects much. Okay, so we're not gonna comment anything about that. How are you trading with the Yankees? And like one of your better players. And yeah, you traded one of your better players in division to your biggest rival. Even if it was the Jays, I would have been confused. Yeah. Right? Let alone being the uh, the Yankees. And, um, yeah. They're so... Yeah, I'm 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 a loss for words. He's so confused. He can't even speak. I can't. No, like genuinely, like <laughs> do you get this? No, this is. I don't think this is a. I'm pretty sure Johnny Damon signed with the Yankees, so that's a whole different situation, and you hated him for it. Your front office traded one of your top players out after Rafael Devers. Yeah. To a, your biggest rival, 
and made them better. I understand you guys are probably rebuilding now. I'm sure you could have traded him to the Dodgers like you did Mookie Betts. And by the way, you he was part of that Mookie Betts trade. <laughs> or any other team, Atlanta, whatever, I don't care. He's you traded him to the Yankees. Not only you screwed yourself over, you screwed me over and him over as Jays fans. <laughs> I do not understand this. <laughs> this Why? A, this is as emotional as it gets. No, I just don't. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I genuinely but don't. Yeah, no, no. When you're looking at it, like... Boss, uh, have you ever seen a... Tr- remember any trade between... Red Sox from, Yankees. I'm just Googling it. Go talk about the trade. From what, from whatever I've seen, which is very recent baseball, obviously you've been more in baseball, so if you can't remember it, how the hell am I going to remember it? So, yeah, so I would say that was my answer there is no. But the trade was Alex Verdugo to the Yankees for a starting pitcher, Richard Fitz, relief pitcher, Greg Weissert, or Weissert, I apologize if I pronounce your name wrong, and uh, another relief pitcher in Nicholas Judas, or Judice, if it was I apologize if I spell your say your name wrong as well, but yeah, Yankees got rid of a lot of pitching, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so okay. they're definitely going to be more of an offensive team next year. No, we could say that other than okay. Cole. So here it is. I don't know how good these other uh, guys are. So the latest trade is obviously this one, 2023. And 2023, they also made a minor league trade. Okay, okay so I don't, I'm not counting that. Yeah. Really. Diego Hernandez cash for Greg Allen. Do you know any of those names? That's the minor league. Huh? That's the minor league one? I don't know if it's minor league. I'm like, do you know any of these names? Oh, no. Okay. 2021, it was Frank German or Herman. Uh, <laughs> Adam Ottavino and Cash. Yankees get a player to be named later. So not, nothing. I'm talking about... I'm, I'm Okay, I understand they made two... Is it still not named? <laughs> I don't know. It's 2021, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Before that, 2014, Kelly Johnson, Stephen Drew, and Cash. Before that was 97. Tony Armas, Jim McGear, Randy Brown for Mike Stanley, right? So, fine, you made minor league trades with each other, I mean, whatever, that's fine. no one cares. That's normal, yeah. Your top, one of your top three players, arguably from last year. Yeah, and just years past top in general. Top five, I'll say. Years past I'm in general, anything. right? Like, um, Verdugo is one of your top dogs, right? Obviously, you have Devers in there. You had um, Bogarts before as well, until he left as well. So, like, Verdugo is a guy that you're going to use at the top of your lineup. And he has a good arm from what I've seen all the, then again it's in Fenway so the field's a little bit smaller on his side I believe because left field as a but like Verdugo is a all around solid outfielder all around solid ball player and uh, you just gave that to your biggest rival making their outfield uh, the scariest it has ever been and uh, and honestly and uh, it's pretty complete to me because you know how Judge is at like what 6'9 6'6 six, six, whatever he is like he could he whatever it is because we've seen Judge make incredible catches yeah right and he could cover a lot of ground with his height and then obviously Verdugo could do some stuff too there and and I'm pretty sure Soto's no bomb in outfield like I think Soto's still capable capable yeah. as, a, as a defender and obviously Judge is, hitting wise oh it doesn't say his height on here hitting wise um we are Soto is really good at drawing walks and obviously hitting in general six seven. Six seven and Judge, this man is like what two years removed of a sixty home run year, and then Verdugo is a good contact hitter as well. Yeah, and he could hit for power as well. So Boston, they, you screwed yourselves over even more than anyone. So well, I, I don't think I think it's a lost year for you unless you kind of make some moves here. No, they're, they're trying to get the so the speaking of the Yankees and the Red Sox here, they're trying to get um the guy from Japan. Oh Yamamoto. Yeah, so they he's met with to, the Mets already. He's, he's meeting with the Yankees. I think he's meeting with the Red Sox. 
Um, I guess we're not in the picture. <laughs> and the then, starting uh, pitcher. I think those are the main ones. I think the Mets are heavy on him, so we'll see how that goes. But Kadoi Sanga. Yeah. Um. Okay. Before while you search up the other trades that happen, because some big trades or signs, sorry, or big signings. Moves, some moves, moves happen because yeah. a cre- name, for example, Eduardo Rodriguez, crack criminal. We'll get to that in a second. Question for you the J- about the Jays. They already struck out on Soto. If they strike out on Otani, like we kind of expect, uh, what's plan? What's the next plan? I think Steve Phillips said it's possibly Cody B- Bellinger. Yeah, I think that's really your Bring best Bring back option. Matt Chapman or Heimer, one of the two. That's, but like, there's nothing really, really from there. And that's who, it. Who's really the big trade? I know uh, Blake Murphy, by the way, shout out to him, check his podcast out, or check our podcast with him out and check his out. Um, he said a name Christian Yellick is someone he could see that could be on the move. But I obviously, I threw, in out, I threw out Nolan Arenado, but... I don't think anymore because they're obviously looking to come back into the playoffs. I don't think anyone's going to be at the whole Juan Soto level available. No one is. There's no Outside one. of the maybe if you want to trade Vladi and Bo. There's but no one. You, you can't really get anyone, right? Like all the people, especially covering the positions as well because you got to cover your third base as well. You got to cover outfield as well with like Kiermaier being most likely gone. So if you're looking at that sense, Soto's gone. Jose Ramirez is signed right locked up obviously um that was a couple years ago where we we're interested in him in there nolan arenado is not looking like the cardinals are selling so when you're looking at that sense yeah you know you might be a little bit screwed listen there's still a good enough team to make the playoffs with this squad so maybe they just be better if they strike on Tutani. i'm saying um i'm not saying you bring pay crazy money to um you pay the crazy money to uh, Chapman either, but you yeah, know we'll see how it goes. But all right, let's finish off the rest of the moves that happen because there are big moves. Um, so let's go. All right, um, we're gonna start off with yesterday's news of uh, another. You're gonna start from Sunday night. Was it Sunday night? Because we recorded Sunday that afternoon. Was, yeah, okay, that was it. Uh, Mariners trade Jared Kelnick and Marco Gonzalez and Evan White and Cash to the Braves. For Jackson Kowar and Cole Phillips, so this is just another move that the Braves made. To so add. when this trade happened, literally five minutes after we stopped recording on Sunday, um, they, they were trying to tie Soto to this one, but they're yeah. in on Paredes heavy, so that's probably why as well. And also Randy Rosarena. Yeah, yeah, and Randy well. Rosarena because they have that relationship, like I mentioned on um, Monday's Rays, pod. man. They can't yeah. really keep anyone. Um, and then obviously moving on, yesterday was a. Uh, Alex Verdugo, well, two days ago, technically. And then, uh, yeah, nothing really else happened there up until... Today. Wednesday. Today. Um, two big signings have been made, starting off with Baltimore Orioles finding their new closer. For the year only. For the year, because it's a one-year contract to Craig Kimbrough to replace Felix Bautista, who was unfortunately going to be out for the year due to, I believe, Tommy John. Yeah. Not surprised. I'm surprised Kimbrough went for the one year, so he'll probably join his seventh team next year. One <laughs> year, $13 million dollar contract. Craig, yeah. uh, Philly last year obviously performed well as a Philly. Obviously, as age went on, when he like went from White Sox to Dodgers, he started struggling as a Dodger. But had a good year with the Phillies, and uh, now is going to be the closer for the Orioles for this year. And uh, we'll see how it goes there. They needed someone there. They got someone. We still do believe that it needs some more starting pitching, especially I think when they lost Kyle Gibson as well. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But the Orioles making their necessary move, which they did, and there's a lot of, lot of pitching available in the this year's free agent class. 
And speaking of uh, starting pitching, Eduardo Rodriguez, this man, was on a Detroit Tigers team and declined a trade to the LA Dodgers last year at the deadline, but opted out afterwards. So I don't know if he really hates the Tigers because he didn't want him, <laughs> he didn't want to give him any like um, return package because yeah. they're losing him from free now. Is uh, on a team that honestly I like what love what they're doing this offseason. Arizona Diamondbacks. I said it them. I said it before. They need a starting pitching. They needed a fourth guy for the playoffs. Obviously, you have Merrill Kelly, Zach Gallen, and your rookie last year, Brandon Fott. Now you right? have him. And now you have Eduardo Rodriguez, four-year, $80 million contract. On top of filling your third base need, because you had old man Evan Longoria and a bench. Shout out to him, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then bench player Emmanuel Rivera, who was replaced by Eugenio Suarez, who's also been on a tear these last few years as well. Uh, himself, so they made two big moves, really bolstering their lineup and their pitching staff. Uh, one move also, Adam Simber joined the Angels. We gotta just say that because we're Jays fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who's the biggest loser out of all this to close out the MLB talk here? It's a team you just mentioned right now, Seattle Mariners. Until you genuinely like, we'll see because you're not in the Otani sweepstakes. But if you're in the who commented, I like Seattle. By the way. <laughs> in, at the All-Star game. <laughs> they're, they're trying to recruit him during the All-Star yeah. game, right? So No, but like, he, I, it's too early to tell because... But right now, they're the biggest loser because right teams now, are making yeah. moves or they're linked to people. They're not linked to anyone. I, I guess Paredes, Paredes right is, is the only one that's kind of out there. Or yeah. Rosen is not official either. That's true. So, right. you lost Eugenio Suarez, a guy helped you, uh, the, who helped you. You lost Kelnick, who wanted to be there. You lost uh, Paul Siwa last year. You, at the deadline, yeah. At the deadline to the Diamondbacks, speaking of them. You, uh, you're you not in the Otani sweepstakes. I'm hearing Dave Softy Mahler, who KGR Radio in Seattle, on Halford and Broff, screaming like, I ain't going to accept anything but Otani. Kind of like how we, you are more than me about the Otani for the Jays thing. Like, make a move. Your fan is... Okay. You would... People that are complaining, like, we're Jays fans or, like, the people in BC are Jays fans over Seattle fans. Seattle fans have not done shit to entice to be a Jays fan or to convert from a Jays fan or to become a Seattle fan. But as simple as Have this. they really? Like, be honest. No, they, like, Outside of now getting Julio Rodriguez, which finally happened. They didn't get him. Did they get him? I think it's like some international free agent or something. Something like that. I don't something know. Something like that? Or? I don't know how. I'll double. Uh, I'm not even going to double check. But they got him. He was a rookie. They he have was him. A, but the thing is, he wasn't established. Yeah. The point is here, like, they haven't really made that big move. And what did you do last year with him? Money. He did everything. He was arguably MVP in the second half because first half he wasn't the greatest. Yeah. But put his win MVP conversation. Trade away a closer. And he traded away a closer. Right. And right now, obviously, it's looking like moves that, like to me, it's looking like you're creating move, like creating space to get some big players. Obviously, Predis and uh, Rosen right now looking like they're available. So if you manage managed to do that, props to you. You guys did some man. Uh, yeah, like good obviously business. It's early. Obviously, it's early. It's very early. But obviously, the big names are going. Yeah. Like I'm not the, considering Matt Chapman a win for them. Yeah. I mean, it'll still be a... I think it'll be a Defensively, win. sure. That left side will be, 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 be a win. insane. It'll be a win if they get, like, a Rosarena with yeah. them, right? I, them. I wouldn't even say they're big winners either. Yeah. Because, like, your fan base... Listen, I became a Jays fan around 04. I witnessed no playoffs until we came back from India in 2015. You know what the Jays did? They at least tried. They got Mark Burley. They got David Price, who helped them get in the playoffs. Obviously, it helps when Encarnacion 
And uh, Jose Bautista took a jump for you. I know Jose Bautista played on many other teams before that as well. And it also helps you trade for Troy, Troy Tolowitzki at the time. I don't see the uh, Mariners doing anything from what I remember. They Since don't. Ichiro, their next biggest star is now. And with Ichiro, you never made the playoffs since that one year in 01. I mean, to be fair, we'll give them one trade that they made, which is in the previous deadline when adding Luis Castillo. Yeah, you know, so that's what I want to see more of. And now yeah. they can't, they're not even so doing like, that. So, um, like, yeah, so that's the only one I could think of. There, so like, as a Seattle fan, like, genuinely, if we were still neutral, entice us, right? I just happen to be a big Jays fan because I grew up watching... Like we had basic cable. Those of you guys know the OGs know what basic cable is. It's literally channels two, which is your guide channel, all the way to channel twenty nine. So obviously, um, Sportsnet was the only sports channel before because I remember TSN used to be channel thirty, and the Jays game would be on before the Canucks games. That's how I became a Jays fan. Literally, that was real. I still watched Seattle growing up. I didn't hate Seattle, really. Yeah. So, but there's no marketing in in BC for Seattle, right? To entice them, you're not making moves, Julio is in your lap and that's about it you like to Joe point you only made one big move to help you which was Luis Castillo all yeah. these guys credit to JP Crawford credit to um, Kyle Rowley and all these guys these guys are great players for you but what? how are you going to capitalize on it yeah, like, you were supposed to be the team to make the playoffs over Texas this year yeah it was a disappointing year especially for how long you've missed it for this was a year I personally expected them to be better I wasn't the minority like, picking Texas over yeah, Seattle yeah, and like them to be better and all that stuff and they really took a step backwards after taking a, after taking a big step forward so yeah I'm just confused by like how they not really pounced there yeah. but at the end of the day if I'm a neutral and you get me a Rosarena I'm happy like I, you entice me enough so go do that uh, but for the we'll see how it, the ALs the ALs sake and the Jays being in the AL and probably gonna beat, meet you in the wild card or something like that I mean uh Meet you in a wild card yeah, race. Us though, so kind of meet me you off. in a wild card race because uh, I don't expect the Jays. Oh yeah, no early favorites are Yankees or coming yeah, out yeah. the uh, AL. Uh, uh, they go every other year, anyways. This is the year they should. If not, bro, please beat the San Diego Padres from this year. I, I hope for that. Yeah, you but, hope. Uh, they're making because people are making fun of them for not get, being on in on Tani, and they ended up getting Soto and Verdugo. But yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, let's move you, on. You have the you have the chance to make the move, so make them. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's go to soccer quick because I, I just want to talk about what we experienced on the t- T-shirt you're wearing. The name in the back, obviously, you're not going to get up right now and show it, but it's the Christine St. Clair shirt you have on right now. We went to BC Place, a.k.a. It's David. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> I know you want yeah. It's a similar shirt, obviously. But uh, Christine St. Clair Place, is this the greatest sporting event you've been to in person? Mm, greatest, biggest. Um, all tied into one. All tied into one. <laughs> We've never seen BC Place sold out like that. Christine Sinclair Place. Uh, okay, CS. yesterday same. CS Place. CS Place. Be filled like that. They were there were forty eight thousand people there. Vancouver did an amazing job coming out and supporting. Either putting online uh, support. The pregame ceremonies were insane. One thing that gets me emotional, if I were to get emotional, things not like those scenes from movies or whatever. It's how athletes when they win a championship, how they react retirement speeches coming home right those are the type of things that will get me like teary eyed or like feel like the tears coming out type of thing and they did it with that video for sure um it was insane like it was everything you expected obviously i wished a little bit more at the end but pre-game wise great um coming out with a sophie schmidt shirt instead of her own 
Uh, everybody else wearing the GOAT Christine Sinclair shirt. Shout out Jasmine Mander. Over, obviously over coaching there. The killing goat. it. Coaching yeah. the GOAT. Um, coming out, in, in my opinion, way too early because I guess it was slightly planned to come out the 12th minute mark in the second half. And put, bring in Sophie Schmidt for the last um, half an hour or so of that game. Um, ended up winning the game one nothing. Atmosphere insane. Um, yeah. Oh, just all around celebration, all around um, Being gratitude, a- I guess, for one the GOAT of Kanda Soccer, who put Kanda Soccer on the map um, in all facets, basically. And uh, and when do we have an opportunity to see a GOAT? <laughs> exactly. So this is the only time we had seen a GOAT. At home, as well. So At home, yeah. Not like Sidney Crosby coming into town for his last time. It's not like, it's not going to hit the same compared to like someone closing out their last game at home. Yeah, like this is your genuine last game for Canada. So, yeah, sucks to see her go. And Two uh, decades, 40 years old. <laughs> debut was, I don't even know if you were born or not. But if I said this, right, born. like, if she scored a hat trade that game, she shouldn't be retiring. <laughs> <laughs> she was fine, but you could tell she was a little slow. That's how I'm going to say oh, it. Because she's not even in the starting yeah. lineups anymore. Yeah. Um, rest of the girls and the men, but the girls especially. Let's see, carry on that legacy. In my opinion, you guys have a lot of work to do to catch her legacy specifically. Uh, yeah, there's no... But as a team, though... As she said it, she wanted to leave it in a better place than she found it. And now it's your job. Step it up. You guys are doing well. You guys looked fun. Chloe Lacoste, Ashley Lawrence, and Jesse Fleming in person. Fun to watch. They're From okay. that game specifically. They're class. So good. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, good luck and congratulations on the retirement, Christine. And... Uh, Come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. Genuinely, it was it was fun. It doesn't feel like she's retired yet. Um, and we'll see it. Um, good news is, if you guys still want to see her play soccer, she's still playing for Portland. To finish out the season, yeah. Maybe you'll see her as a coach, future Canada coach. But yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, just once again, thank you. That, that's all we could say uh, for letting us watch Canada soccer since 2012. All right, let's uh, move on to... Some other soccer news very quickly, just about to end it here. Yeah. EPL, um, EPL. We got the first sack of the year of a manager. And it's um, from Sheffield United. It's not Eric Ten Hag, thank God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sheffield United became the first Premier League club to fire its manager this season. Paul Heckingbottom, what a name, losing his job on Tuesday. And uh, the club, it's a Saudi owned cl- club. What? That's crazy. <laughs> They're in the bottom. <laughs> They're Saudi, the club's Saudi owner, Prince Abdullah bin Mossad bin Abdulaziz Al Saud, took the unusual step of announcing the departure of Hecking Bottom on a radio station. Wow. <laughs> telling Talk Sport in Britain that Chris Wilder, former manager and the manager when Sheffield United was last in the league in 2020 and 2021 season, had been brought back for a second spell in charge. I don't think this is on an interim basis. Because I don't see the word interim anywhere. Yeah. So Chris Wilder's back, and Sheffield did well then. They were. They, they were uh, that, that year, the first year. The first year, they I remember, were actually like, really Was good. that when they did the restart, and then they were like fifth or something, fourth? We were fighting with them to be a top four seed? Top four yeah. Uh, team? Yeah, it was. And they, during the COVID restart. Yeah, that, that that really ruined them, because they, they weren't good after the restart. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, that year, they were legit up there. Uh, at fourth place, fifth place, all this time. Yeah. To the point where like, if it came down to like, because some teams played more and then less than each other, obviously. So, like, because of COVID, it could have came down to, like, point percentage, right? And from then factoring them and that, Point like, percentage, they were ahead of us then. Yeah, they were ahead of us because they played less games yeah. as well. So, yeah, they were really good that year. And obviously, struggled the year after. Yeah. And then made it back. Currently, only have one win. 
They lost. They lost five zero to. They're five points. They're dead last. They lost five zero to the nineteenth place team or eighteen in Burnley. They're nineteenth. Yeah. And eighteenth bootleg ways. It's Everton. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like the three uh, teams are te- the relegation teams are technically should, the teams promo- three promoted teams are technically the uh, minus the point deduction which they're appealing by the way Everton are the relegated teams but it's Everton at the moment. Um, sh- uh, shout out Luton Town. Three goals against Arsenal. Before we get to the biggest story of the EPL midweek, we, I don't think we ever did a midweek EPL. Not this year. Yeah. Not this. Not so uh, far. But yeah, no. Luton Town took Arsenal to the brink. Took Declan Rice to win it late. Um, four three final score for Arsenal. So Luton Town played well. Let's see if they stay up. Arsenal uh, extend their lead because Manchester City also lost to Austin Villa. Four game winless streak. Villa has surpassed City. That is wild. <laughs> and Austin Villa, the biggest surprise right now, is at third. I expect them to be good, but not like this good. They're third place good. So. Yeah. Oh, one Soto. <laughs> one Soto. But, yeah, um, Austin Villa beating City, uh, they're an incredible home team, right? Like, okay, to be, they are very different. I'm going to crack myself. What? In the Premier League, four game win this streak because uh, technically they played Red Bull. Okay, yeah. But... Aston Villa, incredible home record, um, home team. They're incredibly difficult to beat uh, when you're on a wayside. And obviously under Unai Emery, incredible manager himself. Um, from what he t- did that team last year, is continuing on this year. And uh, Leon Bailey, Oli Watkins, all, all these guys are killing it. Emmy Martinez, right? So they're, they're a good squad and they have an incredible home record right now. And they're showing it, especially with a third place showing so far. And uh, second place is Liverpool. Fourth place is Man City. Three points behind Man City at sixth place right now is Manchester United. Now, they could drop to seventh if Newcastle wins their game in hand. But either way, three points behind fourth. For how bad of a season we're having, we're three points off first and nine points off... Sorry, three points off fourth and nine points off first. Which makes us five points off third. So how I bad of a season having? I don't. I don't get it. I do not get it. <laughs> like okay, let's talk about today's game on Wednesday. Finally. No, not finally because we saw it against Everton as well. <laughs> finally, the, the Everton like the Everton one. The difference with Everton on we when they when we scored we fell off. The thing with this one, the Chelsea one, I I could argue Everton deserved to win that game. In my opinion, especially in the first half, like Everton could have got that first game. First half, they could have tied. They could have got that game. Half, no, no, United. they could have got that game done and dusted in the first half. True, Everton. But we had Onana, Premier League Onana's goaded. Yeah, Champions League. Whereas, to, whereas today's Chelsea game, we dominated they, from first minute to ninetieth. Chelsea, like Man United, were were the better team from minute one to ninety. Yes, Chelsea had incredible chances to score, but Man United had even more. That was because we we're pressing so much. Even more incredible chances to score. Yeah, Man United had. Like, I don't know how McTominay did not score on that one play after he scored. Bruno yeah. missed a penalty. Um, shot off. And finally, Sophie and Amr about the reason why we got him was today. You watched the game, right? More so than I did. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first half and I'm like, okay, yeah, he's everywhere. Here's the thing with Sophie and Amr but He fits McTominay, what McTominay wants to do. And as much as Kobe Mino played well, Kobe Mino is young. As good as he is, I don't think he's a traditional six like Amr And as much as I want Kobe Mino to start, you can't take off McTominay now. You cannot. That's the current <laughs> Unless moment. you want to play him striker. It's wild because like the the team that Ten, Ten Hag started with last year, right? Like all those guys that were struggling last year are the ones playing good this year. Example, Maguire and McTominay. Who were and all the ones, sold. 
and most of the ones uh, that were playing really well last year are either not sniffing the field, aka Varane, or absolutely been dreadful like Rashford. And have been injured like Casemiro and Martinez. Yeah. So, um, shout out to your guy, Anthony. <laughs> hey. Um, that front three, here's the thing. Uh, go first real quickly. He's performing, right? His last two games he played. Yeah. Um, he's been playing well, obviously. Little the ones he started, the Galatasaray. Yeah, obviously the, the decision making him as an attacker still is questionable because there's many times where he cuts in even though he won the penalty on that play. Yeah. But I'm like... That was hilarious. But, but I'm like, why the hell are you cutting <laughs> yeah, exactly. back into the... Like, you're clearly at space forward and you're yeah. cutting in. Your left foot. Yeah, obviously, because he has no weak foot. And But yeah, no, overall, he's been playing well in his last two games. Obviously, Garnacho, he's been on a tear. Yeah. Right? Um, Ever since, uh, honestly, I think the beginning of November, even end of October, right? Like, he's been playing really good. And then Hoyland is a, a Champions League player because he generally can't find a way to score in the Premier League. But when it comes to Champions League, man's bagging in two or three, one or two, not three, yeah. one or two per game. Yeah. Um. Last thing with Ten Hag, he, the people that, the, first of all, the, I'm glad he kind of kicked out those reporters of the leaks because there are a couple of players that do it. You cannot tell me today's side does not want to play for Ten Hag. So if Amrabat literally in his post game said, we love this coach, we're going to do everything we, we can for this coach. Um, yes, do I disagree with the Anthony signing in hindsight? Yes. He's been mistakes, but what manager has not made bad signings, right? Yeah, true. A but what I'm saying is, he's playing for the manager. Bruno, as captain, playing for the manager. I'm not saying, like, I still disagree that Varane should not be on the bench, but we can't take off Maguire, really. And Lindelof should not be playing. So either you put Luke Shaw center back or you give Varane the chance. Because clearly that made the difference today when Regulon came in. But, um, and, but no, like, one, he got the tactics right today. The yeah. midfield outworked their midfield, who cost two hundred twenty-five million combined. Um, but at the same time, like this is a—you could tell like he knows what he's doing. He's—he's he's getting it done. He needs the players to play for him. The difference between Newcastle and Chelsea game was that Newcastle game they looked like they gave up on him. Bro, he I fixed swear, the lineup and it was looked way I better. I swear today. to God, in that Newcastle game, I don't think anyone sprinted. Like yeah. I genuinely do not believe anyone sprinted. Whereas this game. They were working their ass off. They were sprinting. They were pressing, which I finally... When's the last time? When Eric Ten Hag came in last year, he in- introduced a high press to us. I was like, yo, we need to do more of this. Yeah. Ever since... Look at today. I've n- never seen our team high press this year. And obviously... Until today. Until today. And, and it what freaking happened? worked. Brilliant. Dude, by the way, Robert Sanchez sucks on the ball. Holy shit. <laughs> it's like Nana when like, he does the most goaded thing, but does the most stupid Anana's thing. better at it. That's for huh? sure. Well, Nana had this... Fair share of mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Let's but like this, guy, this was brutal, be honest brutal. here. Yeah. But no, like high pressed. You know, it's not even Sanchez making mistakes. Their center backs are making mistake. Like I saw Thiago Silva make a, st- a mistake. He's old, man. I know, but like he's still goaded. Yeah, he he's is. A, he's <laughs> the only saying that. he's the only gem on that team. No. Once Martinez comes back, like Luke Shaw made a huge difference. We all yeah. gotta admit that. Right? Yeah, defensively, yeah, he did. Um. Here's the thing. Last year, when we had two bad games at the beginning of the year, it was the Liverpool game at home a team that's contending for a title, um, we beat them at home 2-1. And we took off. I'm hoping this is the case now. We're the only team that hasn't drawn a game, by the way. Bro. The difference now is, I, in hindsight, Chelsea ain't a title contender. Yes. But <laughs> preseason, you can't tell me they were not in the top four or five mix. Well, I didn't have him in my top four. I think I had him in my fifth. I had him fifth. I, I, I had him like six. But in general, I I was, but I wasn't the only one saying that. I had him sixth or seventh. But I wasn't the only one saying Around that. Around there, in that range. But I wasn't saying that, though. Yeah, uh, I'm not the only one saying that. Sorry, but but, um, but no, my point is it's the same thing. You played good, uh, t- 
2-1 win again. So hopefully you can start a run on uh, games. Because we play three. Liverpool and Anfield, though. So that's the and, test. Oh, okay. Yeah, up. We'll seven zero. No. <laughs> Soon. Not this weekend. I think it's next like weekend. Two weeks. Yeah, I know. But yeah, you got to get this next dub. Obviously, continue the run. Uh, I don't know when your Champions League is. Is that? This is Wednesday. This Wednesday? So you definitely got to win the next game. Yeah. So when win against Byron, win against, I forgot who you play next. Going to Liverpool with a little good little momentum and see what happens. And uh, other than that... As really much as I want them to progress, I said this last time, I'm not going to be mad if they miss out on any European competition. So just stri- consider- considering the league... Considering the league is I'm there... I'm Well, obviously... I'm based I'm okay, on expectations, I'm talking about in hindsight, knowing where we are right now, I'm like just... I'm at the side, mindset of like less games because their injuries are killing them and just focus on the thing. I'm mad they won't progress. Don't get, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm saying now at the point where we are now, if I'm looking at this so point... So you, you should word it as like... In hindsight. Because you said, and I'm not going to be mad. You're going to be mad. I say, I, you should I, say it's not going to be the worst thing. It's not going to be the worst yeah, option. That way. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. the best way to put it. That's how you can say it. It's not going to be... Because when you, you agree, say I'm mad, I'm like, okay, that? are you a fan? Do you agree with like, that? That's, that's what do I'm going to think. But do you agree with that though? Well, yeah, it's not... It, okay, it's not the worst option if we mess out. Obviously, if you're looking at the players health-wise. But yeah, I'm be pretty fucking pissed if we mess out. I won't, but at this point, do you think they're going to make it? Well, at least... I've accepted they're not going to make it. Well, Europa League, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, at this point, for the Champions League, I expect, I expect they're well, not going to make it. You have to have a lot of things going for you. Yeah. Um, you you need a Copenhagen Galatasaray draw and a, a win over going? against Byron. The only thing about Byron is they might not play their and best squad home. and you're at home. So you have a chance of winning. But those two drawing... But is, we have one on Those two drawing <laughs> as well. Yeah, we have a Champions League on us. <laughs> It's built different. Against this team as well. <laughs> like, built different, I mean, like, he's built like shit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, I think that will end the soccer there. As Man United fans, just please continue two games in a row like this now. Because every time we see this, like, oh, we're back, we're not back. So, I think you have Bournemouth this weekend. So, let's see how that goes. Um, all right, let's go quick fire before we end off on... Do you want to end on the NBA? Or do you we'll want to end, end the NFL. Because NBA is a big news, too. Um, yes. Uh, um, let's go quick fire. First off, very quickly, boxing. Uh, Devin Haney's fighting this weekend. Um, I believe the UFC is the following weekend, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, I'll double check that just so we could make our predictions. But uh, in case if it's this weekend, but uh, yeah. So Devin Haney, Regis Porger, Regis Progress. We might be missing the game depending on we're back in Surrey Soccer League, baby. <laughs> Try to get an indoor crown this no, time. No rest for Surrey Soccer League. <laughs> yeah, uh, two weeks, and then spring will start right. Two after. weeks off, and now you're back at it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so there's uh, that fight. Uh, let's talk NHL very quickly. Two things I want to point out mainly. Uh, one, the Hughes Bowl was insane apparently because we missed it because of the Sinclair game. Yeah, but from what I heard, it was a fun game uh, to be at and obviously emotions for Canucks fans doing the most Canucks thing possible. Tyler Myers. Doing the most Tyler Myers thing possible. We need Susie ba- back ASAP. Oh my God, bro. Um, but yeah, but the outside of, of that... The amount of goals I've seen that were like... Four goals out of the six goals. Yeah. Was a Devils player wide open in front of the yeah. net. Right? Like, I know, like, we expect Demko to make saves. And honestly, we've seen him do it so many times. We're like, okay, when he lets in the goals, I get surprised. Like, that's yeah. how good Demko's been. And obviously, he hasn't been... Well, as a team, he, we haven't been the greatest. We're six, seven, six and seven in our last 13. And Demko's out riding a below 900 save yeah. percentage. But... When you're leaving a guy wide open in front of the net every single play. Especially the game winner. When you yeah, just yeah. tied the game. Exactly. Something's bad going to happen. And it happened. It cost you four times at least. I don't, I don't even know. It might cost you more because I didn't see the other goals. Man, the devil's goalies suck. <laughs> the 
I have them winning the cup, and I don't think I trust their goaltending right now unless they go out and get like UC Soros or whoever is going to be available. Yeah. But uh, before I, I mention the two th- reason why we're talking NHL very quickly, I uh, just checked it. Uh, UFC is a uh, following weekend, so December 16th. Um, anyways, uh, LA Kings, they made a comeback yesterday or Tuesday and uh, are on a 10 game road winning streak. Yeah, so they've been on to. A killer start <laughs> again. Dom and Wa- uh, Winnipeg, the two teams that made the big trade, are the most under talked about teams in respective countries, I guess. Well, I feel like, yeah, and I feel like they're getting a little bit more conversation right now, especially from what they've been doing, both of them. But I you know credit to both teams, credit to both the uh, credit to another coaches, team, and uh, yeah, credit to another team, the Minnesota Wild. Ayers, oh, yeah, that <laughs> one. the coach bump, the new coach bump, the new coach bump is working. John Hines is killing it there, and yeah. Uh, Arizona though two news for them they might once again potentially have a new arena <laughs> so they might not arena. be that video we made our, in our second episode ever about Salt Lake City or wherever yeah. may not happen but we'll see because we've heard this many times but no the main reason why is they're a first wild card spot right now with a game in hand and could be like four points clear if they win that game in hand didn't they go on a stretch where they'd be like five of the last cup winners yeah Right? Like, was that all five in a row as well? Yes. So, like... Yeah, I'll pull, uh, you have it, you gotta, I have it up. You have it up? Yeah, so what was that? What so, was that they beat stretch? the Capitals 6 nothing on Monday. Yeah. They beat the Blues 4-1 on Saturday. Yeah. They OT beat the Avalanche on Thursday. Yeah. This is going to last week. And then they beat the Lightning, who are the two-time cup champs. You could say 6. 3-1. <laughs> well, it counts and, as one team. And uh, they beat Golden Knights 2 nothing. So, they... You yeah. shut out... Golden Knights. So we went from twenty. And then the last loss was against the Blues, six five. we were coming off a three game losing streak as well. Yeah. That. So you went on a five game win streak all against the last good teams. Last like five Washington surprise teams. Yeah, Washington and Blues are playing well, right? And then obviously when you have the Vegas, the Avalanche, right, and the Tampa Bay's, we already consider them good teams there. Yeah, Edmonton also going on a hot streak now. Um, San Jose is no longer last place, so you can't say they're the worst team in history anymore. Uh, and uh, oh, Chicago's last place. Chicago's last place. The Canucks are back to playing 500 hockey. Hopefully, it's just a blip and not actually 500 hockey for the rest of the way. Even though that might be good yeah, enough. Six to make and the seven in the last 13. Um, their 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 thing is win loss win loss win loss win loss win loss. So now we're off a loss. Or loss we should win. win. Yeah, we'll loss win technically. If you're dating it, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, seven, that's, yeah. I'm like, that's how it is. So, yeah, there's concern, I guess. We're back. Yeah. Canucks, Canucks fans are back. Canucks are back. All right. To how it's always supposed to be. All right, let's get into the NBA while we have it on in the background where the Clippers are about to beat the Denver Nuggets here, it looks Unless. like. Unless. And Kwai Dagger? No, he's should have stayed in trouble. Okay. Any- <laughs> 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 um, NBA, the big thing is the tournament. The quarterfinals happened. Uh, KCP just hit the side of the board. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I had to right. stop. <laughs> Refocusing. NBA <laughs> season tourney. The semifinals are set. The four teams are going to Vegas are set. That is playing played on Thursday. Yes. So, well, coming out today, um, playing today, the LA Lakers hold off the Phoenix Suns, right? And uh, the New Orleans Pelicans handled the Sacramento Kings. Uh, we're going to have a little 80 versus his former team showdown in the semifinal in the West. On the flip side, Brandon Ingram, one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion. Eastern side, the Pacers upset the Celtics. Um, that game was fun. Yeah, it was a great game, obviously. Um, fast-paced. Fast-paced, high-scoring. 
And uh, the Tyrese Pacers, Halliburton played like it was an actual final. So exactly and first uh, ever triple double. Shout out to Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, and then Pacers hold off the Celtics. My favorite, my winner. And then on the other side, Bucks and Knicks. They kept it close for a while. Until like uh, half. Until uh, yeah, so half the game. Until uh, <laughs> until the Bucks ran away with it. Uh, Giannis and. Uh, Dame. Dame scoring over 25 I think Giannis over 30 Dame like at 28 Yo, Shout out Giannis He's like what We get money out of this Damn the rich get richer <laughs> <laughs> And then obviously Shout out to Julius Randle With a 41 point performance But obviously wasn't enough Because The Bucks Are Becoming like the Bucks That we right. expect them So before we make our predictions For this one um, As obviously I'm a Laker fan We all know this And obviously I want the Lakers To win this Clearly But if I'm a neutral I either want Lakers Bucks or I want Pelicans Pacers because I think Pelicans Pacers is gonna be a fun ass game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally Zion going downhill there. Shout out to him who's been healthy. I think one of the only games he's missed was the birth of his daughter. I believe his kid, but I think it was daughter. Um, but other than that, um, with the, how this Pacers team is playing, uh, insane, right? So by the way, the Lakers got banned from wearing their black jerseys. On those courts, apparently it's like not good for the eyes or something. Like the court ain't doing like that. <laughs> the contrast, the camouflage. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not even camouflage. Because I think our courts yellow and purple, like gold and purple, and our jerseys are black. <laughs> so how does that? I don't know. Something. Does, does I, it match? I saw David McKenna and tweet does, about it this. It doesn't match. But, um, but yeah, we have our four semi-final set. Obviously, we'll go with the Eastern side first because you have more of an emotional take on the Western side. No, oh, I'm picking the Lakers. Um, so okay, we'll go with the Western side first <laughs> since you picked the Lakers. Um, I guess I'm picking the Lakers as well. Obviously. So congratulations to the New Orleans Pelicans for making. Yeah. Final. Um. Then okay, our joint picks lost. Boston lost, and in the West, I picked the Kings and you picked the Kings. No, did we pick all four games? Yeah. We did. Yeah. I mean the. Pick the, both pick the box. Pretty sure we both picked the oh, box. Oh, I think we flipped. No, we flipped no. the east. Sorry, we same same the east and flipped the west. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I thought we picked like game one, right? Okay, never I mind. Went, so you went with the Pelicans. I went with the Kings. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't pick. Uh, that and was you a, went Suns, I went Lakers? Yeah. Okay. So you're 0 for 4. No. Or 1 for 4. 1 for 4, yeah. Yeah. Well, just for the sake of picking, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Lakers Buck is my finals. Um, sorry, Same. Pacers. I feel um, like it's like I'm not saying rigged. By the way, that ending of the game, the two minute report came out. They're saying that his when the timeout was called and they freeze framed it, the ball and the between the hand and the knee is considered possession still. So that's why it's uh, they they pretty much confirmed that it was yeah, not a miss okay, call. Yeah. So but screw you, Broadus. Lakers Bucks <laughs> uh, is our prediction for the final. Um, shout out to the Pacers for obviously. But I I will not be mad well. if I see Pacers and Pelicans. Yeah. I don't want to see Pacers, Lakers, or Bucks and Pelicans. I just yeah. want to see. As much as people are gonna be like, oh, it's not great for the NBA. Shut the hell up. The same thing I said for the MLB applies here. If it's Pacers Pelicans, it's gonna be fun. I promise you that. I hope. Watch but them. I'm pretty sure it will be fun. It'll be a 40 point win. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like genuinely though. That's a be a um, Like I hate those type of fan bases where they're like, oh, yeah, the casual like, fan. Like oh, said this. I'm only here to watch LeBron versus Giannis or Dame versus AD. No, like it'll be good basketball. And any of the not basketball matchups. fans, they're just like fans of players type of thing, right? Yeah. They only watch because of like one reason. Yeah, one LeBron reason. and yeah, and it's not even because how LeBron plays. Giannis, it's just because of the name. We all know it's going to generate more money. It's so really I have good. a feeling, I also have a feeling that it will be somehow be the Lakers box anyways. Yeah. The, the reports, the, the two-minute reports will no, find a way. Speaking of it, it's just popped up on the team. So, 
Well, might as well there the Thursday, so that today, and then the finals will be Saturday at five thirty. We're missing the ending. We're missing the ending. Yeah, but let's move on to finish off the pod with NFL, uh, the National Football. What we League. normally start off with, we decided yeah. to end off with it this time. I mean, we ended off with it last week too. I'm pretty sure, but in one of the pods, not the oh, last yeah, one. Oh yeah, because we did we, we previewed the tourney. Yeah. yeah, but Monday Night Football. It was actually a delight. <laughs> oh my, oh my weird, god! Weird game. It wasn't a weird game because actually no, it was a weird game because uh we didn't expect Jake Browning to go off for three hundred plus yards. That right. We did not expect Trevor Lawrence to get injured the way he did. And then CJ Better come in and actually and play get hurt as well and play well still. <laughs> Nathan Rourke will be is obviously started trending for obvious reasons and uh, he will be the backup most likely this weekend. Yeah, he should be the backup. But yeah, no weird game. Zach Taylor gave you props. Um coached a good game helped Jake Browning out as much as yep. possible Jamar Chase obviously was a big reason why with 11 receptions for, from there and then uh, yeah eventually thank you Bengals you're helping the Colts potentially get a division win but also kind of keeping yourself in the mix as well so you might prove me wrong but you are playing the Colts so screw you guys yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah um, just well done there they're also missing another key piece on defense and Cam Taylor Britt as well was on IR. I think he's on IR for another two weeks. Yeah. So it's not just Joe Burrow they're missing. They're missing their number one corner. Otani as well. update very quickly. Okay, it's not like it's not a sign, right? No. <laughs> Los Angeles Angels remain in the mix. So I was right. <laughs> Sick. Angels will still, still reportedly still alive and push to re-sign superstar. But are they? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> but are they though? <laughs> but no. Uh, okay, let's do our uh, oh Sunday night football because technically we, we were. Or we we were in the middle of it. We were in the middle while of it. While we recorded. Yeah, we'll it. go a quick recap there. Uh the Packers uh streak continues. And the Jordan Chiefs Love are in trouble. Jordan Love has figured it out. Um The Chiefs are kind of in trouble for contendership as of now. Oh, they are. Listen. 100% they are. Here's right the now. thing, right? Uh, let's, I'm going to talk about one thing. It just feels like it, it feels like they traded Tyreek Hill in this offseason. That's what it yeah. feels like. No, here no, here's the thing. Juju, when you when you got Juju, if you're gonna like how you said in the uh, preseason uh, previews and all that, you said Tyreek Hill, right? Not Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey's number one, and I agreed with you in there. Here's the thing, though. When Juju was the number two in uh, behind AB, Antonio Brown, and Pittsburgh, he was a Pro Bowler. When he became the number one, he struggled. Look what happened now. He became the number two. Yeah, he might have been number one wide receiver, but there was was no second option. But there was no pass catcher in. Pittsburgh like Tyravis Ty Kelsey was. Yeah. So he became the number two and it helped and then it helped more when you bring in Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony ain't a number two, clearly. And nor is Sky Moore, nor is at least right now Marcus. Hey, Rishi Rice is showing some promise yeah. at the rookie. But honestly, I can't blame him too much because the number one option is not playing like a number one option himself. Right? And Travis True. Kelsey. Because, like, how, how would you do this? I mean, he's Travis Kelsey. I'm not saying that part. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, he did it the year he's before, literally the so focus. Like, the fact that they did it the year before, right? Like, you kind of, like... But here's the thing. No one is catching passes. Yeah. So, they'll Legit, just, they're like, no one, catch the ball. No one from Travis Kelsey to anyone. Like, he has genuinely no one to throw to. Whereas last year, Travis Kelsey was still there and playing at a high level. So, it's not just wide receivers. It's Travis Kelsey as well. Yeah, true. But... They don't have a like a Juju. If Juju was back, I don't think they would have these issues. Mm, they might. I don't think so. Huh. Because the one they did it last year already. Yeah, but like <laughs> it would be hard to continue on. But like it genuinely feels like Tyreek Hill is <laughs> felt like that I felt like 
it felt like the effect is just happening now. What yeah. expect, everyone expected to happen last year, but it's happening this year. Jamal Murray's season has only 23 points. He barely played. I know he was injured. So yeah. <laughs> I expected him to get maybe more before. He's a playoff performer. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, let's go superlatives because I do want to have an award conversation uh, for MVP specifically again. Yeah, we'll, we'll focus on MVP on that because I think we did a lot of that last yeah. week as well. But... Let's just quickly get the news out of the way, just because. Yeah, because I, I wrote Shaq there, and I'm like, wait, what? And then I yeah, realized no. it was Leonard. No. Yeah, so Shaquille Leonard is a, officially an Eagles. Was deciding between Cowboys and Eagles. Officially an Eagles. And is officially an Eagles who need lineba- linebacker help. And uh, obviously, you're going to get Got some help. on the weekend. So. Yeah, you're going to get some help with Shaquille Leonard, hopefully. And, Bro, uh, it would be the most cold thing ever. Okay, if Shaq proves it that he works there... That is definitely a Gus Bradley system. Thing. Oh, yeah. It was a system. It was a system that I like, failed him because yeah. um, Sirianni is the one who's <laughs> well, bringing yeah, him in. Sirianni well. doesn't have I that. know, but I'm just saying Sirianni is the one bringing him. Yeah. Right? So, obviously, it makes sense there with a connection. So, but yeah, Shaq Leonard. Uh, I'm glad he's an eagle over a cowboy, though. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of helps. As much as I love Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. kind of helps us for, like, supporting them as well. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, let's see if he really, like, proves. First of all, can, is he healthy? Because we don't know if he's fully healthy yet, or if that's factoring in there, or is it genuinely the system? And obviously, with the Eagles' defense, with all the playmakers around him on the defensive side, his job doesn't have to be as, you know, yeah, you know, more important. Whereas, like, you know, you have the Hassan Reddicks, the Darius Slay, the Bradbury, the Kevin Byard as well. So we'll see what happens there from now on. But, yeah, we'll head into superlatives. For the week. For the week. Last yeah. week. Starting off with uh, your biggest disappointment. Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going with them. I know you can see the Chiefs. So we already kind of talked about it on Sunday Night Football. So I don't want to say much. And we have the obvious one. But we have a collective one, which is Pittsburgh, right? Like, you're going to go with that? I guess you'll t- you could ex- expand on that if you want. No, we'll go collective one, Pittsburgh. I have another one. But. Okay. No, just Jacksonville. Um, missed field goal. Uh, you know, your defensive schemes weren't the greatest. And we want listening to the Manning cast. They're like, what the hell are they doing? Every two seconds on defense, they should not be giving up thirty-four points and that many yards to Jake Browning. And your defense is generally and you let you let uh, and uh, sorry and you let uh like Jeff Saturday was on McAfee show and he said you how do you let Jamar Chase get one twenty-five let other guys win and you let Jamar Chase beat you the one guy you're not supposed to, not supposed to let beat you yeah you didn't co- you you didn't cover the main problem but yeah they generally have a decent defense they, yeah like better they didn't than show what they up did, yeah they didn't show up on Monday uh, for me. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, yes, you lost to a good team, but you're a good team in s- yourself to the fact that you got destroyed is uh, uh, alarming to me as well. And uh, another thing is that you cannot allow six straight touchdown drives at any point of the game. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's the end of the game, to start off the game, or any stretch. You cannot allow six, six straight touchdown drives, right? No matter what team you're playing, obviously you're going to lose there. So, yeah, the Eagles getting destroyed. Uh, so, that is my biggest toy. My biggest disappointment is the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Um, I guess collectively, our uh, surprise of the team is Arizona, even though I just looked at Kyler's number. It wasn't the greatest. <laughs> but um, Green Bay. I'll talk about Green Bay here a little bit more. Uh, Jordan Love looks like he is going to be the next Aaron Rodgers as of right now. This is a recent stretch he's been on. Recent yeah. stretch, it could still change, but um, yeah, no, we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna expand too much, but Green Bay for sure. I'm um, gonna pick. I'm gonna pick a couple players here. 
Uh, I'm not gonna pick a team. Sure. Um, player number one, Jake Browning. Okay. We already talked about him. So it's yeah, we talked about him. Player number two, and this team doesn't really not known for their passing attack, but Gardner Minshew. NF, NFP uh, or N- NVP, sorry. Nickelodeon. Uh, yeah. Nickelodeon. Vans. I think I saw that yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. Gardner Minshew put on a clinic. Obviously, it helps when Titans passing defense isn't the best. Yeah. But 300 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, which is the big part. Obviously, he did fumble the football once, but um, we'll give you the pass without a performance he put on. Took deep shots, right? When's the last time? Oh, Alec Pierce going. Yeah. When's the last time you see Indianapolis Colts have two 100 yard wide receivers in a game? Bro, I'm so. It's been so long. I'm so excited for A. Rich to come back with those deep shots to Alec Pierce if that's the case. Exactly. If this wakes him up, but like. Incredible performance by Gardner. Before Pinch. we continue, you good? No. Yeah. Yeah. Before we continue on, speaking of Indianapolis, the city, Terry McLaurin, please come home. The man <laughs> said he ran cardio. This is my honorable mention of a disappointment for is Washington. Because how do you let your star number one receiver not get any targets? Eric Bieniemy, this is on you. Obviously, you got to figure out a way to get him going. All right. With that being said. Terry McLaurin, come home. I know Chris Ballard doesn't do these type of trades really. D Buck was the only one I've seen like that. But yeah, let me. That's all I gotta say. Come, come home to Indy. Not obviously Canada, but you could come home to <laughs> come home to Indy. Like though. Indy's our home, eh? Uh, India, so it's close enough. Indi- India, <laughs> Indianapolis, <laughs> close enough. But no, uh, genuinely, if Terry McLaurin comes with this team and you have like a four-headed monster right now, yeah, Pierce might not sign, end up signing long term because Pittman is playing like a wide receiver one. He is playing like a wide and receiver. And if you compare right him with him and uh, with which, the which is gonna be the issue and Josh Downs, which is gonna be the issue. He's playing like a wide receiver run right now. And obviously, in hindsight, like he's not that top dog that we think we think he is, but he is a hell of a freaking player. He'll be Uh, one A one B right there. That's good enough to win. Good to the thing. Yeah, but But, then uh, because of that reason, I don't think Ballard is going to really add anything there. Yeah. Um, Last thing before we go into the the Thursday night football and then the next week's superlatives or this coming week's superlatives, we have another suspension in the league. I did not know this guy was a Colt or still on the roster. Al-Kadeen Muhammad is also, with Grover Stewart coming back, decided to take turns and uh, who never played, which is kind of funny. Uh, Six-game suspension for PEDUs for him as well. So his season is pretty much over. It is over, yeah. Yeah. So Unless we make the playoffs. It's still over. Unless we make it to the divisional. I think he's out for the first round wild card yeah. game, yeah. But, yeah, that's that. Let's go on to Winker Thursday night. Okay, Thursday night football, snooze fest. The team who allowed... Less than like the team does not score, and but also lets doesn't let the other team score is 0 and 4, which is the New England Patriots. So basically, he is trying to clear up and say that the Patriots allowed 10 less or less 10. points in four times this and season, they're 0 and 4, and they're 0 and 4. So that, that is being cool. said, this game will be uh, I don't know, 7 nothing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow, well, uh, yeah, sign 7 3 for no, the no, Pittsburgh no, no. Steelers. I'll go 10 3. We'll go 10-3. Okay. Yeah, Just we'll give them their streak. We'll, give them, we'll go 10-3. Yeah. Okay, we'll go 10-3. I'll, go, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, That's uh, it. We're not going to talk much about this game because it's too boring. Yeah. Why is it, th- <laughs> why is it Thursday night? If there's a uh, good news for uh, sports fans in general, um, the in-season tournament will be on during this game. Yes. <laughs> for the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's next game of the week or game to watch collective game of the week we, we did not prep this time well, because we just collective got game of the week was you know, Sunday Night Football uh, that is correct um, Eagles Cowboys uh, a matchup for the division now yes the division is on the and stake and possible conference and possible conference so and the league <laughs> playing being played in Arlington and uh, honestly 
Kellen Moore might be the issue. Yeah. I mean, Eagles are underdogs in this game. Yeah. Kellen Moore generally might be the issue because what Dak Prescott and the Cowboys have been doing recently, um, kind of like obviously we're going to get on to this a little bit later. But Dax... Well, let's get to it right now. Dax and the MVP conversation. Yeah, we'll get to yeah, that. Because like, I forgot to mention his name last time and we both did, so we messed up there because we mentioned Duran Bland being out of the deep boy conversation. Yeah. But uh, no, Dak Prescott, a guy that you especially had very high, big question marks on. is I mean, Everyone did. Yeah. It's not just me, like I'm a lot between, of people. Between us. Yeah. Too. But he's playing like how he came into his rookie year and how, remember when he was supposed to get signed and we're like, the Colts should trade for him. At that time, yeah. we're like, yeah, that's like Doc is in the MVP conversation. You, you now. know, you know how he's playing like right now. That's obviously rookie year, but like, um, obviously, remember when he had his leg break when everyone in that division was like five and twelve, and yeah. Washington made it with Alex Smith. Well, well, he was doing those first five weeks or four weeks before he got obviously. Um, yeah, he's playing on the franchise tag. Place. He yeah. was incredible that year. Yeah, he was playing on the franchise tag. Yeah, like those first four weeks or five weeks, he was. I think he was the MVP of, of those first five weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's he's entered the conversation now after a few questionable games or beginning of the year, I think. Obviously, the one against the Niners and then the Cardinals. Yeah. But, but after like, that, yeah. Other, um, other than, like, after the Niners. So, who is now in the race? Like, officially. I mean... Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey are in the race. 100%. Brock Purdy is back in the race. Agree? Uh, yeah, Tyreek and CMC is ahead of him. Okay. Then, because of that, Tua's in the race. Tyreek and CMC are still ahead of him. I'm just saying they're in the race. Yeah, yeah. but I'm just I'm just giving my little initial ranking. Dak, I guess. Huh? Uh, was entered. Dak is in there. Yeah, I'll give Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. He's he's. I mean, he's uh, still nine and two. He's still uh, had the best record. I well ten and two, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm honestly from what how he performed this past weekend, I'm giving Tyreek the edge over him as well. I'm begging for one of Tyreek or CMZ to win it this year. They have to, right? If they're like, going QB, I'm picking Lamar no, it's, Jackson. No, it's bullshit. No, I'm if, saying if they're going QB, I'm going Lamar Jackson because someone asked me in the TikTok comment, shout out to you. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to shout you out. I'll get your handle up in a second. But uh, he asked us, I answered, yeah, I don't know if you could read it and see if you agree with it. Yeah. But I said, if it's a QB, I'm going Lamar, but this is the year for a non-QB to win. As much as I want to say enter Miles Garrett in it, their team's not going to be good enough. So it's uh, CMC or it's Tyreek Hill, and I think is one of them should win it. And, and you, obviously you're leaning Tyreek Hill. Especially if he gets the 2,000 yards um, and or slash breaks the record of Megatron, it's Tyreek Hill. He is your MVP right now, um, and CMC is second. That's that's the ranking right now, and that's where it should be. Um yeah, uh, sorry. So, I just saw another possible matchup of the week. <laughs> That's why. Well, yeah, well, we went with the one that had yeah, a little bit yeah, more yeah. implications on it. And uh, honestly, with the performance of these two teams this year, um, it doesn't deserve to be game of the week. But obviously, one of us will go talk about it. But yeah, no, uh, we're finishing all this MVP conversation. Tyreek Hill is number one. CMC is number two. Dak Prescott is number three for me right now. So you're saying Dak's the best QB right now? Yeah, at, at this current moment, Dak is the best I'll QB right now. I'll give a slight edge to Lamar still. That's just me. Um, but Doc's in it. Like he's definitely ahead of everybody else now. I still think him, Lamar, and uh, Jalen are tight knit. Like, like literally every week we've mentioned. Uh, uh, that's probably gonna change again. Yeah, Watch because Jaylen. like Nick Shook said, Patrick Mahomes. And at the time, it made sense when we when we had Nick Shook on the phone. He's falling off. <laughs> he's and not. speaking of Patrick Mahomes on the TV, but shout out to Ode, um, on TikTok. Uh, on our on my power ranking, uh, by the way, check those out on our YouTube Shorts, TikTok, and Instagram exclusively. Um, he was asking who's your MVP. Some Gavin 
said it should be Tyreek. And then I said it is tough if from our BTR account. It is tough. If we're going from QB, I might go Lamar. You said Dak. Um, but I would love to see Tyreek or CMC win this year. This is the year uh, for a non-QB player to win it. Okay, I'm going to say this Comment much. down below what you guys think, genuinely. I'm, I'm going to say this much right now. If Jalen Hurts balls out and destroys the Eagles and Dak plays like shit, this makes it more of a case for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Right? Because... Again, it's changing. The quarterback because, rankings are changing. Again. How surprised would you be if Tua ends up getting it over Tyreek? Bro, I'm sorry. Because Tua. he just happens to be the I'm QB. sorry, Tua. Tyreek made your season. Yeah. All right. As good as you were, too. As good as you are. But, like, you can't overthrow him. He's going to yeah. get there. Right? Because Tyreek said he messed up a route and he still... He gave credit to Tua for putting it at the right spot for him to get to it still. Yeah. But that's Tyreek just being a but good But I'm teammate. sorry. Like... If, especially if that happens, it's going to change. If uh, if another quarterback change happens in the rankings, right? Because right now, Dak Prescott is the best. We should look at Nick Shook's latest rankings. Yeah, but right now, like, a recent performance, Dak Prescott is number one. Yeah. Right? You could agree with that? You could probably give it a Lamar a little edge there. I'm giving Lamar the edge. But he's top two. Yeah. Right? And that, that's for sure. So if that changes again this weekend with him putting on a dark performance, yeah, we'll see, cause honestly, the, it could listen, likely happen. When we go to upset, you'll find out what my upset alert is, but... We'll, we'll, I'll save it and you'll hear what I say and yeah. I, might, I have to agree but with you because of that we'll move on game of the week game to watch Um, I'm gonna just uh, I'll let you you wanna pick the easy one or should I pick the easy one um, or do you have one I don't have one alright then you could go with the easy one while I pick <laughs> sure Um, I mean yes Chiefs Bills Um, Bills obviously fighting their way for a playoff spot I think they'll make it Uh, still Uh, Chiefs obviously coming off now two losses in a row was it two? Eagles. Yeah. Either way, the performances have not been great. Whether they have been win or losses, minus like two of them. No, I think the they had a Raiders in between. Oh, yeah. So, minus Chargers. So two of their last threes. Yeah. So. Right, two of their last three. They haven't... They've beaten some good teams, but not really. No. Uh, no, no, they beat the Dolphins. Okay, yeah, Dolphins. That's And they team. tried to lose that game as well. Yeah, so... They had to prove it. Bills had your number in the regular season the last couple of years. Um, you also got to put... If you want to be considered the bye team... And give yourself more prep time because you guys kind of need it. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, your defense is good enough to make uh, Josh Allen throw picks. And on the flip side, um, their defense is good enough to mess up whatever plan they have with the um, with the their offense. Yeah, of how, how much is struggling. I'm gonna go with just a game to watch. I'm not saying this is gonna be like, but I just feel like this this might this has a chance to become a shootout. But obviously, it might not at the same time. The Rams-Ravens. Yeah, I was looking at that. Right? Like, the way that Rams have been playing recently, obviously, especially offensively Okay, wait, wait, wait. Well. Okay, I want to cut you off. It just popped up on TV. Aren't we sixth? Or are we seventh? We're seventh. <laughs> Yesterday, someone said we're officially sixth. They're wrong. By, they're um, by sure. us, I mean Indy. They're, they're seventh. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that. The Rams and Ravens. Um, The way the Rams have been playing recently, obviously, they could... Cook offensively, right? Especially with uh, Puka Nakua, who's the, I don't know, I think third rookie of all time to have like three 150-yard um, games. And then obviously with Cooper Cup, obviously, who hasn't been himself this year after his initial two games. But they can still cook offensively, yeah. and they've been cooking. And the Ravens, obviously, we already know the Ravens. They look like they're the most complete team in the AFC. So there could be a good middle matchup there as well. And both defenses are still decent. Obviously, Ravens are still better. Don't get me wrong. They're the better football team. But I just feel like this could be one of those games where, like, it's not going to be an easy win for them. 
So this is where like an underdog team like the Rams could potentially win. Yeah. What's next? Players to watch. I'm gonna go. I'm sticking with that same matchup, but you go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go with the battle of backup QBs, Browns and Jaguars, right? Um, Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco looked good. <laughs> he had genuinely looked good. Yeah. Right, and then obviously CJ Beathard when he came on. Was Hopefully decent. Nathan work as an opportunity. Not, I'm not hoping for injury. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But no, Joe Flacco, <laughs> like he genuinely looked like he could throw the ball like 90 yards. Yeah, right. So honestly, that score line was a little bit skewed because of the late turnovers, like the of the fourth fourth down attempts that failed. So obviously added more to the Rams score. But I was so confused why Joe Flacco was starting when you're winning games with PJ Walker. But I could understand why. Okay, for me. I said the same matchup: Aaron Donald versus Lamar Jackson. You're running around chasing Lamar. Yeah, <laughs> simple as that. I just want—that's the obvious pick for me. Uh, yeah, nothing much to say. It's just like can Aaron Donald chase him down? Yeah. All right. Last one: upset alert. That's also my upset alert. Okay. <laughs> Baltimore's on upset alert. That's why. So your point: it could be potential Dak MVP for me after, QB wise after after this year. Um. I looked at this, I don't know. I, I picked, obviously, Baltimore to still win. But Rams are in a playoff spot and they need to win. So I feel like it's going to be a close game. Ravens want the number one seed. So I ended up winning with that. Um, You go with yours. Okay, this team has given me no incentive to pick them to win. But the team they're versing, honestly, has been so atrocious that like they might win. And I'm winning with the Carolina Panthers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. The Saints are just such an ugly football team yeah right whereas I think Jameis might be starting yeah honestly they might look better with Jameis yeah because like Jameis actually like um attempts more yards <laughs> per throw so you have that there but the Carolina Panthers honestly I, I won't I will not be surprised if the Panthers win this week yeah. I'm, just, I'm just gonna say as that I'm picking the Saints but if the Panthers win yeah it's tough. This week I'm telling you right now, do not be surprised. This week was tough for like which pick to make for upset, really, if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, because Arizona's on a buy. Good thing we don't bet. Arizona's on a buy. <laughs> so kind of makes it more difficult. a buy? Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, Washington, Arizona. Okay. Uh, last thing, Jets are going back with Zach Wilson. After releasing Tim Boyle, Zach Wilson pretty did not want to go in, apparently. But well, it's uh, all reports around all that stuff. Yeah, so, so we'll, like, see how, we'll see how that goes. But last thing, uh, make sure... Thank you for the support on the clip we dropped on the FSU and the college football. We're going back to college football. There's no games this weekend, I believe. It's January 1st is the college playoff semifinals. Yeah. So it's oh, actually a while away. Yeah, like That's crazy. Three weeks, I thought it was like three, one weeks. week off and then it comes into no, it. Like I forget. No, I remember it's usually New Year's. It's like three weeks usually. Yeah. Um, but let's get um, to the Heisman. Who was your Heisman favorite that you said on Sunday or Monday's pod? Oh, Jordan Travis, but he, uh, I already know what's going to happen there. Uh, he's not even a finalist. Well, well, technically not favorite, but I'm just like trying to make a point of yeah. SFU. No, like you're like, not. My genuine favorite was Panix or so, someone like that. Just to clarify, now that I know some facts after listening to ESPN clips, like, first of all, me and you, we agree exactly with what Booger McFarland said because even though it's like, it's like the example they used was it's like, oh, for the NFL season, just pick the four best teams from the beginning of the year. So what's the point of playing? If like, you, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing, right? Like, what the hell did Florida State do 
to not win <laughs> to not make it <laughs> we're not gonna go too uh, much so into that yeah, part no. but like the, they did confirm that they look at the roster so it's basically like if you're gonna pick like two teams from the AFC you're probably gonna pick like the Chiefs and the and the Bills beginning of the year yes yes but what are you gonna just neglect what the Ravens are doing yeah you're gonna neglect what the Dolphins, Dolph- Dolphins are doing so that's that's the same situation here. Yes, the Chiefs and Bills are better on paper, and they might give you a better showcase like they did in that playoff game a couple of years ago, right? Something like uh, Alabama, Michigan give you that spectacle, right? But deservingness does matter, right? Yeah. Who is deserving? You also like I get you want the best teams in. They are this year. <laughs> and uh, honestly, yeah, you you picked on that and you you did that, right? But. The question is, what's the point of having a season? The point of if you're gonna pick those four teams, is yeah. to be objective and not subjective. Yes. Right. The point of sports is like what, like what you want to see NBA. You want to see if that was the case, then it should be Boston, Milwaukee, Suns. Like Nuggets. don't even don't even play the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Go straight to the conference semifinal. Yeah, it's like you play, you play 82 right games just to do that, right? Like, and just to see if it lives up to it. FSU. Um, obviously, people thought Texas should not have been in. Alabama. Maybe should have been in, but. Or vice versa, like Booker thought Bama should be out because of that. But anyways, it's because um, if that was the case, you're if you're looking at ranking or whatever the case is, how is Georgia behind FSU then? If that's what they're going, their logic. I'm going by their logic, right? But based on our logic, it makes sense. FSU is because Georgia the record. But that's my point, though. FSU still missed. So how yeah. is Georgia? If you're considering Bama to be a better team than FSU this year, how is Georgia behind FSU? Because I could argue Georgia's a better team. They just happen to have the one loss, but they're a better team. Right? Yeah. They, like, they put FSU 5. Like, I know your point. I agree with that. I'm yeah, saying yeah. But, but using their logic. And the fact that you confirmed that you look at roster and you made it a quarterback thing, to, to Joven's point, it should be Heisman winner Jordan Travis. Um, but you also gave a, uh, you took away the opportunity for Mike Norvell and that defense to play Cook. the games of their life and coach a game And they've of been life. cooking the last, like... Yeah, it might be against Michigan, been, but who cares? It's been co- good coaching. Michigan lost to TCU last yeah, year, just to, so you remember. Yeah, so it's been good coaching and good defense for Florida State, and they've been proving that. But let's let's go back on to topic of the Heisman winners. Yeah, no, we just wanted to close that chapter there. Oh, and, it uh, sucks, but yeah. Yeah, so Jordan Travis is not in the conversation, but who is? So the four, uh, three quarterbacks, one wide receiver. Um, Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr., uh, LSU who's the betting favorite right now, LSU passer Jaden Daniels, Oregon signal caller Bo Nix, and Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. Now, obviously, I know where Jovan's bias lands because he's a wide receiver guy. <laughs> yes. Initially, during like midseason, I was going to say Penix was my lock. But obviously, from the, point, from the point I said that, he hasn't been playing up to the same level. Bo Nix was way better. In the first half of the season, uh, where what Penix was doing. Because every, honestly, ever since that Oregon win, the first Oregon win, he hasn't been the same. I didn't watch a single LSU game this year, so I can't comment on yeah, Jaden Daniels. So but apparently, here. I've been seeing stats that are but, insane. But I saw Panix play, like, when I saw Panix play, I was like, yo, this guy's a real deal. Uh, but obviously, after the Oregon game, he hasn't been the same. And then, um, yeah, I'm going with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. just because... Because <laughs> he's a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver. And honestly, what he's been doing, it sucks that we can't see him in the playoff. It genuinely does. And uh, I wish, If Ohio State won that game, Marv probably should have gone it. Yeah, that is true. And then, because it really does suck for Marv because last year he got injured in the semifinal against Georgia as well. Yeah. So, like, we really missed out of, like, him 
playing that big game. And CJ with a CJ Stroud masterclass. Yeah, without <laughs> Marvin Harrison. Yeah, I can't make a prediction fully because if you're going with based on the players I've seen, it's probably Bo Nix. But Jaden Daniels apparently. Okay, I'll, I'll say the stats because they actually have a year. Key stats: uh, Jaden Daniels has 72.2 percent completion percentage. Wow. <laughs> 3,812 passing yards, 40 touchdowns. Okay, uh, he's a senior. Uh, wow, top of the country and all that. He also led the Tigers with rushing at 1,134 yards. So I think based on those numbers, I think yeah, it is. It is. Even it though is. their record may not, it's, again, it's college football and screw the committee and what they're doing. Yeah, I guess it does. Because even next year, the rankings are going to be annoying. Like, why is this guy five and this guy seven? <laughs> they could screw them over. Records like don't matter. Uh, not. Michael Penix Jr. 65.9 percent, 4,218. So he had more passing yards, but 33 Honestly, touchdowns. You don't have to say the other stats. It's Jaden Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Bo Nix had 77.2% completion percentage. Okay, yeah. But like, okay, completion percentage is not going to change anything. It's the yards. 4,145 yards. Passing yards, yeah. 40 touchdowns. So he actually, on the passing side, had better numbers than Jaden Daniels. But rushing side And better well. record there. Obviously, rushing is still going to be Jaden Daniels. I think it's between Knicks and Daniels. Obviously. And then Marv had 67 receptions, 1,211 receiving yards, and 14 tutties. I think it's Knicks and Daniels for the one and two spot. And then I'll I guess I think the rushing will put yeah. Jaden Daniels. And then I'll go Because Mar- you didn't react. You're like, what? Okay. I'll rank Marv at three and then probably go Penix at four. Yeah. But I think. Jaden Travis, uh, Jordan Travis, yeah, you got robbed. You got robbed. <laughs> Based on the committee, you got robbed. Yeah. The, the commit- Does the committee determine Heisman? I don't know, but they got robbed. Yeah, the, the committee is false. <laughs> Either way, he got robbed because the reasoning was Jordan Travis ain't playing. So, um, you got robbed. But no, realistically though, yeah, I think Jaden Daniels, based on the stats I've seen, is gonna win it because <laughs> of the rushing yards there. But uh, yeah, no, let's uh, let's call it there. Um, before we close it off, once again, a reminder: the uh, food drive, brand, the BAM food drive through the Brandon Bossy Foundation. It's in Surrey, BC, Newton Athletic Park. You guys could Google it. Newton Surrey knows where Newton Park is in general, but if you're coming, if you're in the area or you want to drop off some food, you could also, but you're not able to make it, you could DM us. You could contact Derek uh, through his Instagram. Again, everything will be the top link down below. So that's just remember that everything. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, just to come support, you know, help the community out. North Delta Secondary School kids are doing a great job with the Brandon all-star um, uh, mentorship program they're doing. They just brought in some kids from the local elementary school and to, you know, maybe get like what high school feeling would look like. So yeah, uh, if you guys can are not able to make it, but would like to help in any way possible, you could donate on the GoFundMe page at the uh, Brandon Bossy uh, Memorial, oh, sorry, Brandon Bossy Foundation. Um, it's uh, Joven will link that when he edits this down below. And uh, yeah, no, other than that, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you guys follow all our socials or any updates or all our TikToks and all that stuff. Make sure you guys uh, download the podcast on audio platforms and give it a rate out of five stars, I believe, and a review. And other than that, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.